Hey, welcome to Uptime Logistics. For, thanks for joining us today. I am Doug Draper. As you know, uh, Uptime Logistics is sponsored by Cap Logistics, and we're excited to have them support the cause and push the buttons behind the scenes so all this can be made possible. So we have, uh, you know, normally Uptime Logistics is, is about keeping the supply chain up and running, and there's no better way to keep the supply chain up and running than people Right. Uh, if there's not people, you can't move anything. You can't do a whole lot with the supply chain. So today's conversation is going to be about people, about some pretty cool events that are going on in uh, northern uh, Colorado, specifically coming up um, uh, uh, very quickly. So we're excited. So we're going to learn about that event. We're going to learn about uh, some associations. And Sylvia Robinson is our guest today. So Sylvia, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talk about what we have going on in Northern Colorado today. Yeah, it's terrific. So one thing we like to do before we jump into the meat and potatoes is just learn a little bit about our guest, and that is you. So uh, give us a, a load on, I guess, a little bit of your, your backstory, kind of what you do, because I know this is a volunteer entity you're involved with, and then how you got involved um, with the uh, Northern Colorado uh, Manufacturing Group. Great. Thanks, Doug. Sure. Um, so my background is in education. I had, a, don't want to say the number, <laughs> a long career mm -hmm. in education. I did everything from teaching third grade to teaching college and then was an administrator at a private school okay. and pivoted over to industry about four years ago, a company called Tolmar, which is my day job. Um, they're a manufacturer of pharmaceutical products. Um, fully integrated company that also does their own research and development. And they hired me to help them with their employer brand and to help build, build their talent pipeline. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do during the day. And that all obviously connects to how I got um, connected to NOCO Manufacturing Sector Partnership was I could see that the partnership was doing really great things in the community, trying to help businesses grow their own talent uh, pipeline. And so I just kind of connected in, especially around that workforce question with them, and that's how I ended up being on a committee and then ended up being on the board, and um, it's been a great time, about four years of that time. Almost the whole time I've been at Tolmar, I've been connected with the partnership, and it's been super helpful to me and to Tolmar to have those connections. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a big believer as well as as CAP, is that if you're going to engage in your career, do something, right? Just don't punch the clock from from right. eight to five and, and give back. And that's whenever uh, the passion comes out. So that's terrific. Exactly. Um, I uh, was remiss because I, I went over the the, uh, uh, the intro too quickly, but let's get into what NOCOM is, right? Let's talk about sure. the history, kind of the mission, purpose. Um, that'd be great to uh, help educate our audience. Sure. So uh, NOCOM predates me, obviously, since I've just been there for four years. They've been around since 2013. And the mission behind what they do is to make American manufacturing great by trying to drive passionate, collaborative partnership so that Northern Colorado manufacturing and our communities thrive. So that's our, that's our mission. And, and we exist to help our membership, to help our manufacturing partners connect with our public partners and educators toward that end, right? To help us mm -hmm. all do a good job of uh, being in a community together and helping our industry just grow and do well in whatever ways that we can help. So that's what we're about and have about, I don't know, probably 
just over 200 businesses represented now. Um, added some members even during COVID. I think over 100 members were added um, just even in the midst of 2020 and, and throughout today. So we're still growing as a partnership. It's free. So that's kind of takes away that barrier. All right. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy like for that. free. Um, so that's a free membership that we offer and supported by the Colorado Workforce Development Council and some other great partners around the community that help support the work we do. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, that's really cool that it's free. You're just trying to get the, uh, the Northern Colorado manufacturing scene engaged and, and collaborative. So that, that's really cool. So you made mention, Sylvia, a really important word that has a lot of different meetings and iterations over in the, uh, the course of a, a couple of years, and that is workforce development. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's really changed quite a bit uh, with, with manufacturing, you know, both of us being here in Colorado, such a beautiful state, some amazing things going on here. And, you know, at one time everybody wanted to come to Colorado, and I guess people still do, uh, and then COVID hit and things changed and all the, the uh, things around uh, the pandemic. But talk about workforce development and really two things. How do you guys see it as an organization? And maybe a couple things that you're doing to try to um, bridge the gap between good people that just need to be educated and, and aligned in a, in a nice career. So what's the approach uh, with workforce development and uh, NOCOM? Yeah, that's a great question, Doug. I think, you know, one of the things I think businesses thought for a long time and having been in education on that side of the fence, um, I I do know that the case was always, well, this, that's what the schools are for, right? They're going to teach the students what they need to know, and then we hire them on the other side. And, um, you know, that's the pipeline. But I think now it's a little more complicated than that. And the businesses need have seen the need and the benefit of getting more involved um, of getting involved in actually the school programming, helping them with um, curriculum development and things like that to help the educators know what it is that students really need to know and be able to do in order to enter the workforce. So when we talk about talent pipeline development, it's not, hey, there's some mystery people out there building this pipeline and you just need to be there with a big basket, <laughs> you know, at the other end or big bucket, hopefully not, not a leaky basket. Um, but be there with a big bucket to catch them, you actually need to be a part of building the pipeline. So right. trying to equip businesses and helping them how know how to get involved in things like work-based learning and things like that is a really big part of what the partnership does is kind of coming alongside those businesses, helping them be aware of what the opportunities are, even creating those opportunities. And so we mostly start, at least with the partnership, a lot of our efforts are around helping young people know about the opportunities in manufacturing, but we really want to reach anybody because there are adults out there, especially like you mentioned, COVID, where people kind of were made aware that they might want to pivot their career. Um, they might have noticed that in manufacturing, those were considered essential jobs, um, whereas they might have been laid off from the job that they had in the middle of all of that. So just seeing the stability of manufacturing and the need mm -hmm. and the growth in that in that industry, I think has really helped people, you know, helped us shine a spotlight on our own industry, help people see that as a great opportunity that it is. And the partnership is there to kind of bridge that gap of helping businesses connect with education and also just people out there looking so that we're, we're just signing a spotlight on that and trying to help businesses find and build their own talent pipeline. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's, it's uh, interesting because it is a paradigm shift. You made mention of 
hey, educate them in the classroom and then drop them off at my front door and, and they'll be well educated and, and ready to, to work. And that's not the reality of it uh, nowadays. Uh, so that's got to be a paradigm shift. Have companies embraced that or are they still kind of like, hey, here's this younger, newer generation. I don't know if he needs to be on the floor learning hand in hand. Uh, talk about how companies have embraced that concept of, uh, of learning on the job and on site. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of companies are embracing it. I think the rest of them want to, but they need just a little bit of help overcoming some maybe myths about students and what students are like um, or younger, you know, the younger workforce. And so I think, um, you know, I was at an event today where we had a group of mentors there with high school students in a, in a program called P-TECH and, um, you know, those mentors were just having a great time interacting with those students, learning, learning what their interests are, what they're like. And the whole point of that is to now bring those students in for paid internships next summer. You know, the whole group of them that are about to be seniors. So okay. they're just, you know, they businesses need those opportunities to get their people involved and get them to be able to see that those students make a great workforce now and in the future, they can actually help, you know, build the skills that those students are learning on the fly. Um, so I think that that's, um, you know, that's the opportunity is we set the example, we make the opportunities, and then we give those businesses some, some kind of guided help, some scaffolding to help them get over that, um, that gap between we've never done that before to, hey, this is really great. That, that's good. Uh, um, good way to lay everything out. So let's talk about uh, some success stories, right? Because I, I get it. Even my company here in, in Denver, I can sense there would be reluctance to do this because it's never been done before, and we're bringing young kids that you know may not know what's going on, which is fine. That's the whole point, right? So I'm sure there's uh, a success story. You don't have to name names of any companies. I'm not worried sure. about that. But maybe walk through uh, a company that was. Here's my perspective of what this is, but the reality after I engaged is the benefit of what we uh, received. So right. I guess that's the long answer to give us some success stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, yeah. I can vouch for that at Tolmar in that we've engaged in some um, youth apprenticeships and um, we've actually hired some of those students already. So we started that program a couple years ago those students started as apprenticeships at our company and now have been hired into full-time positions and even got like skipped over a couple of entry-level positions into operator positions. Mm -hmm. And that was a part of that, those work-based learning connections that I made through no co-manufacturing partnership on behalf of my own company. Um, another success story is um, we had some students that had just been on some of our tours. One of the things that we do is take students on buses to industry partners and give them a tour of that company, let them talk to some of the employees, give them some pizza, um, just try to introduce them to our industry. And um, so we had some students that had been on some of those tours. They got interested. They went and did some job shadowing at one of the businesses they had toured. Then they ended up doing a summer internship, which we also support. Um, we do some a whole summer internship program through no co-manufacturing sector partnership. And then we, um, you know, we connect those students up and then those students have actually gotten hired full-time at those companies. So they've kind of gone through the full 
the full spectrum of all of the programs that we offer and ended up being hired by those very company or that very company. I'm thinking of a couple of couple of young people that did that pretty recently within the last year or so. So, you know, that just shows that it's a real pipeline, both for those companies that are receiving those students, as well as the, you know, just the idea that those students are finding opportunities, pursuing it, going after it, and then landing a job on the other side. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I may, I don't want to put you on the spot because we kind of talked about this one a few minutes ago, but we talked about success stories with the company. What about success stories with the individuals, right? Have they reached back out to you and said, hey, I didn't even realize this was a career or I'm so glad that I participated because of what, uh, of things. Talk about the individual and some of that. Um, yeah. I mean, those those students that I was kind of talking about generally just now, um, you know, those were students who were not going to be college bound students, mm-hmm. um, probably would not have necessarily gotten into kind of a career job out of high school, would have probably done something more you know, service industry type thing, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but these companies gave them a chance. And, and I think, you know, these individuals to talk to those, to those young people, you know, they're now excited about the fact that they have a career and these companies are also offering to help them pay for additional training so that they can get certifications or even a college degree that's paid for by the company. And these are opportunities that these students and their parents have actually met some of their parents um, are saying, my child, you know, tears in their eyes, my child would never have had this if they had not been given this opportunity. So it's, it's pretty touching. Like when you get to, you know, look in the eyes of those parents who are going, I don't know how, how my child would have had this opportunity without these things that were, were set up for them. So it's pretty, pretty amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So if um, I'm a company in northern Colorado and I do some manufacturing and I'm listening to this story and I'm touched mm-hmm. by, uh, by everything, hey, I want to get involved. My hand's raised. Um, I want to learn more. There's an event coming up that we'll talk about here in a second, but right. just in general, how would a company uh, get engaged? I want to learn more. What do they do? Well, the easiest thing is to get on our website on nocomfg.com. Um, and go to the join button and click there and sign up for free membership. And then as you're signing up, you, you know, check boxes on the kinds of things you're interested in. And then we would invite you to some of our different um, subcommittees. One of those is our workforce subcommittees that we call NOCO Rocks or Manufacturing Rocks. And then we have a networks committee. So um, those committees do different different things. But if you're a company that's looking specifically for that talent pipeline development, which most of us are these days, um, you know, that NOCO rocks is a great, great place to start and it's free sign up, come to some, come to some committee meetings, start to get involved in what, what we're doing. Um, but the other thing is to, to let us help you get connected to some work-based learning opportunities. So that's, um, there's another website called NOCO inspire, and I can share the link with you later if you want to post it up for your listeners, but um, you know, that's a, that's a, a website that we helped, um, I guess, influence to build a group of educators along with some public partners built a website called NOCO Inspire. And the whole idea of that website is for businesses to go there to figure out how to engage in work-based learning at all the different, the whole spectrum. So whether it's just something as simple as a job shadow or sending a subject matter expert to a classroom to talk about 
the kinds of careers at their business um, or, you know, everything from an internship to apprenticeships. Um, that website will help you find the right connection for you. And then we even have some navigators in Larimer and Weld County that will help a business who like, I don't even know where to start. We actually have some people that are connected to our workforce centers that are navigators that will help our businesses figure that out. So we've kind of got a great system in Northern Colorado to help businesses get connected here. And we're, we're happy to help connect yeah. the dots for people. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, timing is everything. And, and uh, folks that are listening to this, the website's kind of passive, you're floating around, but there is a, uh, an engagement, an awesome opportunity coming mm -hmm. up just around the corner where you can learn and engage face-to-face. -face. So tell us about what's coming up with the, with the event. Yeah, so we call it NOCOM, um, and it is our big trade show that we have every year, um, and we're super excited that it's in person this year. And it started as kind of an answer to how do we help our membership with supply chain and connecting locally with supply chain. And it's kind of blossomed and grown into a lot of different things. So this year in particular, it's going to be a huge, hey, we haven't seen each other in a long time, big in-person connection for everybody. So we're super excited about that. It is this coming week on Thursday, September 23rd. It's from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the ranch in Loveland at the big Budweiser event center in Loveland. And um, that event will be a trade show. So there's a whole, you know, I think over, I think we have over 70 exhibitors signed up uh, to do that. And um, as a part of that, we also have a student experience. So we'll be busing in from about six different school districts around northern Colorado, about 90 students to hear from some um, younger uh, people that have found a career in manufacturing to talk to them about how they did that, what interested them, what they like about it. And then those students will actually get to walk the trade show floor and meet manufacturers and talk to them about work-based learning opportunities and just learn about manufacturing and have a, have a professional experience in manufacturing. And then we also, in the afternoon, um, we have our veterans coming at 1.30, and then the full job fair aspect of our show starts at 2 o'clock for the general public to come. It's free for students and job seekers to come. And um, just, you know, that's just a great opportunity. We'll have the businesses that are hiring will have a red balloon on their booth. So they'll help those job seekers find them and talk to them about jobs and all of our businesses that have that red balloon have promised to have HR or hiring managers on site for the job fair so that we can do even in-person interviews and all kinds of things. So it's kind of blown up into this big thing. And I should also add, we have a speaker's hall as well. So we have uh, an education side of the show where we are um, bringing in speakers to talk about different subjects throughout the day. And that'll be I believe they're doing that uh, virtually as well. So you'd be able to tune in or we'll have them recorded. Um, so I don't, I'm not planning that part of the show. So sorry, mm -hmm. Christine Haxton, that's listening <laughs> to me talk. Um, but we do have a very robust speakers, uh, speakers hall program as well. That's terrific. You know, I actually attended the event. It was probably three or four years ago. Um, and what you just described is like what I saw on steroids, you know, I mean, the organization mm -hmm. and the red balloons and the interviewing and everything uh, sounds like it's come a long way. And how awesome yeah. is that, that it's in person? Yeah, that, we're that, excited that, for that. 
Yeah, you and I are yeah. here on Zoom, and that's good for lots of things. But right. you know what? That human connection is so powerful. Absolutely. Um, so that that's terrific. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, any any parting shots or anything else you'd want to leave us with? Maybe you could just recap the website um, yeah. um, and, um, and kind of end with that. Right. So find us at nocomfg.com and then it's slash nocom if you want more information on the show. Again, that's uh, Thursday, September 23rd at the ranch in Loveland. And we hope to see you there. We hope job seekers will come and, and talk to us. We're even having a cheers and chips event after the, um, after the job fair so that uh, the job seekers can even hang out in a more casual setting with all of our um, industry people to just, you know, have a beer together, have some yeah. chips and salsa and stuff like that and talk. Um, I think it's really good for job seekers to see the kind of culture that our manufacturing industry has in this area and how much we all value our relationships and partnerships with each other. So we hope you'll join us on the 23rd. And if not, if you can't make it to that event, um, definitely join on the website. It's free. And uh, we're always looking for new members and people to get involved in helping us make NOCO even greater. Yeah. Sylvia, well done. Yeah. Well said. You did a great Thank job. You. And I tell you what. Um, it's impressive what the organization has done, the support that you're giving, and the workforce development that you guys are taking very seriously and, and really fine-tune that. So uh, congratulations on such a phenomenal development of, of your organization. So, Thanks, Doug. Um, oh, of course. And I'd like to thank all of our listeners and watchers uh, at Uptime Logistics. As you know, the uh, program is put together by Cap Logistics, so please visit them at caplogistics.com. Uh, there's some YouTube and, and, and web pages to check out. We're going to be put some of Sil we're going to be putting some of Sylvia's links uh, right below, so check those out. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again on the next edition of Uptime Logistics. Take care, everybody. Thanks, Sylvia. Thank you. Thank you.